Coming up on Education Talk, enrollment for the 2017 school year is now open. We're here to talk about all of your Polk County public school educational options, and the discussion starts now. One, two, three, four. It's time for our weekly education discussion. It's getting better all the time. Featuring students, teachers, and business partners in the Polk County Public Schools. It's getting is Education Talk. Get interactive now with Talk 1430 WLKF. Well, good afternoon, Lakeland and Polk County. This is Jessica Hall and Jeanette Crowley in studio with you today as you heard to talk about our Polk educational options. Welcome to the show. Hello, friends. So we do there. have a lot, lot going mm-hmm. on as always in our school district, and uh, this week is no, what is the word? No, no substitute. I don't know. The, all well, words are leaving my brain, Jeanette. Just no slowing down, basically, Jessica. We've got a busy, busy week, like you mentioned, and then um, next week the schools and district office will be closed for our Thanksgiving break. So, um, so in the last five days, we're cramming everything in before you take a holiday so we can make sure to, to capture you before you totally relax for the holidays. And that um, includes tomorrow's early release day, uh, right. a bit of a break there as well. Students for early release in Polk County are dismissed two and one half hours early. So tomorrow, please make sure you have preparations made to pick up your child two hours and 30 minutes before normal dismissal. And... Um, and then also on Thursday, we have the Great American Teach-In. That's correct. So that's where community members come into the schools and share with um, the students about the importance of education. And it could be they could be talking about their career, their hobby, and um, you know just the importance of why you know why it's important to, to be involved with education and what it means to them. So um, you should check with your school, uh, the RA school in which you would like to participate at. You can call the administration or the they may have their uh, Great American Teaching Coordinator, but they would be able to work that out with you and set that up. But um, it's a great opportunity for community members to come in and see all the great work that our schools are doing as well. So um, Absolutely. And, you know, you don't have to have a... a you know, high quality profession to get involved in schools, share with students your passions, your hobbies, share souvenirs from your travels. Um, Or if you have a talent and you want to perform a song or cook a meal, uh, just anything to really express who you are and share it with our students and expand their culture and their knowledge. That's what Thursday is all about. And that is the Great American Teach-In. And as Jeanette said, if you want to get involved, there is still time. Contact um, whatever school you're interested in connecting with. Absolutely. You'll be out at schools, I think, as well. Yes, yes. I've been invited to come out and speak. And so I'm looking forward to that opportunity. So I've I've done a lot of Great American Teaching presentations in the past. So it'll be nice to be out there in the classroom and, and just share some experience and some experience. Yes. So. Well, the discussion today um, really jumps off of the big event that we had at the Lakeland Center on November 3rd through 5th was the We3 Expo. Nearly 10,000 in attendance. It was a huge turnout, and we had a a great showing again this year. It was our ninth year of doing this, and it's gotten bigger and bigger every single year. So we're celebrating um, that with further discussion about open enrollment, and that always follows our We3 Expo. Well, it has in the last few years. And so on the show today, we have invited Assistant Superintendent of Multiple Pathways, Mark Hutek. Welcome to the show, Mark. Why, hello there. And you are also joined by Carla McMullen. She's the Senior Coordinator for the Magnet Choice 
Well, that's officially the Office of Acceleration and Innovation. So welcome, Carla. Thank you, Jessica. So we want to talk and and make sure, parents, that you know all of the Polk Ed options. That's the term that we use here in Polk County Public Schools. And uh, it's quickly accessible on the website, polkedoptions.com. But we want to talk for uh, just a minute about what exactly those are and educate you on what your options are, what the enrollment requirements are, parents, if you are interested. And, um, you know, one thing that we found from the We3 Expo as you came out and visited us is that you you do have a lot of questions about um, how to get your child involved, and we want to make sure we answer those for you today on the show. So I'm going to start off with um, with you, Mark, and just even address the term career academy and what exactly those are within our Polk County Public Schools. Well, one of the initiatives of Polk County Schools that obviously has been intact for, I guess, eight to ten years now, is that whole movement in creating the uh, the opportunities for students to become career ready. You know, years ago, it was always the idea that every student would head off to college, and if they didn't head off to college, uh, then, you know, they would look for a job elsewhere. It seems as though now what we're doing is, is we're really preparing these kids to come out of school with a skill, a workforce skill, so that in the event they choose not to go to college, uh, they've got something in their back pocket. So what we've done is uh, Polk County has just done a marvelous job in creating academies for kids that have multiple uh, types of programs in, in just about all of our secondary schools where these kids have access to to learning job skills in career and technical fields. Um, and when you turn a program from a high school or a middle school into an academy, uh, what you're doing is is you're really kind of just formalizing it uh, to follow a process that that ultimately provides all of the right things for kids, and then it moves it to uh, you know a national standard, and it takes you to uh, uh, the ability of getting a, a credential at the national level to say that we're following a, a, a very good model to make sure our kids have that forum. And I know here in Polk County, we've done a lot to align ourselves with national expectations, national terms of what how academies are defined, defined on a larger scale. Um, but one question I did also have asked um, during the expo was the parents wanted to break down the term itself of academy. Um, and even at the school level, we have schools like Lawton Child's Middle Academy Um in some of you know entire schools that are that are branded with this term, and then we have academies that are within our public schools as well. And Carla, you're here as well. Um, you have school-wide academies through Magnet Choice. Explain those, and then we'll have Mark. You kind of jump off and and take that same term and break it down for career academies, Carla. Well, Magnet Schools were created for a specific purpose um, several years ago, many years ago, for. Um, the purpose of desegregating all of our schools and choice schools were created as a community request to look at putting a specific choice program. So our magnet choice schools have specific themes that they provide within the schools. We have performing and fine arts. We have STEM. Um, we have STEAM, which are science, technology, engineering, and math. And STEAM adds the arts component. We also have our international baccalaureate schools at the elementary, middle school, and high school level. So we have a seamless K-12 program for international baccalaureate. And two years ago at Winter Haven High School, we added a Cambridge program. Wow. When we've talked about it on the show, and that's an impressive um, program to add to our school district as well. Uh, and, you know, if you, you guys were with us a couple weeks ago before the expo, but, um, you know, I think... 
as you're here today and we're really focusing in on enrollment and you know I love that the the phones are ringing at our district offices and we're getting a lot of questions because um you know, parents want to know. Uh, we're excited to be able to help answer those even today on the show. And if you do have questions, you can call us at 682-1430. We will be here for the next hour, and we will be right back after the break. You are listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Yeah. Welcome back to Education Talk. We are talking all hour about our Polk educational options as our school district opens up enrollment for the 2017-2018 school year. And as you've heard from John in the past, it opens in November in preparation for the 100,000 students that get processed and prepared uh, to to walk into the classroom next school year. So uh, Jeanette and I are in studio today with Mark Hutank, Assistant Superintendent of Multiple Pathways, and he oversees the Polk Career Academies, as well as Carla McMullen. She's a senior coordinator with our Magnet Choice Schools, and really there's so many other options they have as well with Fine Arts International Baccalaureate in Cambridge ACE, and you'll find all of those options at polkedoptions.com. But before the break, we were just kind of getting our toes wet in the discussion about um, what these different specific programs offer, uh, as well as um, what what some of the requirements are, as I think where we're going to head into next for um, enrolling. So career academies, let's jump back over to you, uh, Mr. Hutech. Uh, to enroll in a career academy, uh, there are some specific requirements. I know they relate to um, zoning a little bit, um, making sure the students are uh, out of zone or in zone. Or what are some of those requirements as parents begin to explore? Well, as as we've created the uh, the career academies in our high schools and middle schools, uh, they they have kind of morphed out of a. Uh, a an elective program that was offered in their school, and we've kind of taken those to a, um, a higher level. But what it means to students is is that if you're part of the school already, uh, then you have the right to choose that academy. So if it's a zoned school for you and you're slated to go there and they offer a specific program that you like or that you want to be a part of, uh, it's just a, it's a matter of, of indicating that that's the school that you would like to go into. If, however, you're changing schools and you're coming to that school for the first time, uh, then there's an academy uh, application that's online that the students will fill out, and it's a um, it's a lottery type of program. So we'll we'll wait until the deadline hits so that we can determine how many students have applied for a particular academy, and then we'll go through and do a, a random lottery and assign those students into that program. So if you're in the school, you're entitled to the programs. And if you're coming in from another school, then it's a online application. And I know um, with Carla, um, and we'll go into, I think, some of the more specific requirements for the Magnet Choice Schools, but for the career academies, there's also um, the, the look at uh, whether the academies are available at your zoned school. And I know we have nearly 100 academies and pre-academies available across the district. So like if a student's zoned for, let's say, um, Haines City, and they want to go to a school in Auburndale, and let's say they're going to an agri-science program, uh, but it's 
it's not offered at their zone school. Those are situations where they can transfer? Yes, they, they absolutely can transfer. You know, sometimes in situations like that, depending on what school they're going to or what program it is, you know, transportation may become kind of a bump in the road for some of those students. Uh, but the entitlement is certainly there for them to apply and get accepted into those programs anywhere in the county. And, you know, that's kind of coming off of the heels of the uh, the legislative piece that, that occurred this past year where all students will be entitled to go to any school that they choose uh, next year. So... I know, um, you know, being a part of the Academy Advisory Board and and being able to hear some of the the great stories from the students. um, I'm just thinking of one student in particular at the Medical Academy in Bartow. Just like what an amazing like testimony he had and how much the Career Academy meant to him. And I remember him saying that, you know, he I think he was up in North Lakeland or he could have been in East Polk. But I know he had a drive to get to the Academy, but he's said, you know, he did whatever it took to get there. And um, it was just really neat to see the impact that it's made for him and how that distance of a drive, you know, he's like, I would make every single day because of the environment that he had there. That's totally a testament, I think, to our career academies. I heard the other day as well at Central Florida Aerospace Academy, there's a student who's coming from New York out of state to come to this program. Really? That's pretty cool. I don't think they're flying every day. (laughs) (laughs) But they're relocating. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Central Florida Aerospace is a very unique program. and, And I would absolutely encourage anybody in the community that's never seen it to take a look at it. I mean, even during the sun and fun, you know, wander over to the school classroom next door. And, you know, we've got that 727 airplane that we've converted into a classroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a, a, it's a lab inside there and a conference table. I mean, it's an instructional classroom. And these kids can actually sit in that lab and, and through the cameras, look at the kids that can go into the cockpit and actually fire up the engines to this airplane. That's pretty cool. So it's a, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, and speaking of, of John, I mean, uh, Mark, what you were saying earlier about, you know, getting um, the community members involved and getting them out there, you know, and seeing that, like, I mean, we, we just spoke about the advisory board, you know, so I know you had a call out earlier this year. And so we're still looking for advisory members, aren't we? Um, we are. To be we a are. part. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we've got a, an interesting process with the advisory board. And it basically takes schools from needing an alignment in the community to find out what's going to work for it, all the way through the process of getting it nationally uh, accredited. And there is so much room for for individuals with business experience to be a part of our organization. We would love to have it. Right, right. So, so in addition to the district advisory council that we have, or the the academy advisory council, like the schools each have their advisory council too. So mm-hmm. there's many, many ways that community members, business partners can get involved with our schools. So. Um, just just make sure they, I would say, just look at polkacademies.com, right? Yeah, yeah, To, absolutely. to find out and, more information and about and that. If you'd, if you'd like any additional information, you can contact the Multiple Pathways office. Uh, we do have an advisory board meeting every month, and we welcome as many folks that are interested in coming out okay. to be a part. <clears throat> can you remind our listeners what that um, phone number is, Mark? He may not know. He's, he's well, new to you the know district, what? Okay, so, so I'll just say, call the district office, 863-534-0500, and we will get you to the Multiple Pathways office. <laughs> That's a good one. You're tricking me because I'm, I'm new. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we, we're celebrating, though, Mark's addition to the team here in Polk County. Um, and he's a great addition. We love having Mark. <laughs> yeah, as you throw me on the... Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, my office phone is 863-519-8438, by okay. the way. 
519-843-8. Thank you so much, Mark. You're welcome. <laughs> so we are talking um, enrollment requirements. So it's good to know, um, as we touched on that, you know, if um, if students can pretty much for career academies bounce around the county based on um, the entitlement, as you were related to, to go to any school provided that it offers something that your zone school does not. Um, I want to touch then on the magnet choice requirements because I know they're a little more strict um, in that you, it's really meeting needs of the, the schools that they're serving. Um, and as you mentioned, the zoning um, kind of uh, feeding all the demographics and uh, touching on those things. Uh, Carla, can you address for us what are some of the enrollment requirements for parents interested in your magnet choice schools? Well, if you're looking at the magnet and choice schools that are at the K-8 levels, um, as well as Summerlin Academy, which is our ninth through 12th grade choice school. Um, really, the only limiting factor is that you have to live in the magnet zone in which the magnet school is serving. So the district is split up by four magnet zones. One serves the greater Lakeland area. One serves the Winter Haven, Auburndale, Lake Alfred area. Another is the Dundee, Haines City, Davenport area. And then the fourth one is Lake Wales, Fort Meade, Frostproof, and Bartow, and in Mulberry. Any parent can find what magnet schools are in which magnet zone by going to our website, which is on the district's webpage, www.polk-fl.net. And then in the keyword search box, you put in school choice and click on the link for Magnet Choice and scroll down, that gives you all of the high schools that each Magnet Zone serves. And um, so parents, if you know what high school your child is zoned to go to by your residential address, then you'll know which Magnet Zone you're in and it lists all the Magnet Schools within that zone. Also, when you go online and do the application for the magnet schools, which is currently open through January 9th, and you can access that application at polkedoptions.com, if you click on the link for the magnet and choice application, when you put in your residential address and you click to go to the next page, it will actually give you all of the magnet and choice schools that you're eligible to apply for for the age of your child. So That's if you're, convenient, yeah. Yes, if your child's in sixth grade, you'll get all of the middle schools that serve sixth grade that are magnet and choice. Other than that, it's just a random computer lottery. There are no entrance criteria, such as um, testing or a certain GPA, anything like that for our traditional magnet and choice schools. The exception would be your high school international baccalaureates and your Cambridge ACE program at Winter Haven High School. I'll say the first time I found out um, when I applied to put my son in kindergarten in a in a magnet choice school that it was a lottery, I was partially excited because I was on the back end of applying and I was like, okay, I have a chance. Um, but then I was also kind of like, well, bummed, like, well, that that's kind of still just toss it up in the air. It's a raffle, but I think that it makes it, it does make it fair for all students um, entering. And I, I think as a district initiative, both for our magnet choice and for our career academies that really just opens the door. It allows our application and acceptance process to be more responsive to parents who are moving into the magnet zones mm. so that they're not at the end of a very long list waiting. Yes, because some of you, like those listening to the show now, are very good at educating yourself and getting in front of the, the ball and on, on the front side of it. And then there are others uh, who just kind of catch on right before enrollment closes and, um, you know, 
it's good to include all those. Even as you said, those moving into the district, those new to the district, they can take advantage. So I am actually, you know, turning the pages of this new catalog that was created um, and was passed out of the We Three Expo. And I want to um, really jump into this when we get back from the break because the district has done a great job of putting together all of the options available to our parents in one concise book. And it includes, as you mentioned, the zonings uh, requirements, which schools are at which for your magnet choice. Um, it has all of the hundreds, I say hundreds, hundred plus, sorry, uh, academies available through our career academies and all of those options, and we're going to touch on that when we get back from the break. You are listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Welcome back to the show. We are talking Polk Ed Options and our Polk County Public School Board's open enrollment for the 2017-2018 school year, which is now open, and it does go all the way through till 5 p.m. on Monday, January 9th. Not midnight, 5 p.m., mark your calendar. But uh, if you want to know exactly what time that is, there's this lovely countdown that's actually on our website, um, and it's counting down to the minute exactly how long you have. like a New Year's celebration. Yes. (laughs) It's so hard to believe that we're talking about 2017, 2018. I think even the most informed parents are not still quite not thinking yet about next school year. We just wrapped up um, report cards for the first nine weeks and those came home. So but if you want to know, you you still have 54 days, 23 hours, 24 minutes and 17 (laughs) seconds, uh, 15 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To to get those applications in. So today, as you're just kind of educating yourself, we do encourage you to go online and continue to inform yourself about what options are available. Um, Polk County School District is huge. We're roughly the size of two U.S. states. Uh, So because of that, there are so many options available to you in your students. And as uh, Mr. Uh, Hutek just uh, reminded us that the fact that you can really apply to any school across the district for some of these options means that you have a plethora, uh, a menu, a buffet table of options before you as to what schools your students can go to. And this isn't just a cheap buffet. This is a high class <laughs> buffet. You got the We've crab got a lot legs. Of great programs. Yeah. So one, as I mentioned before the break, we had this um, district initiative this year to put all of this information available to you, the parent, uh, in one catalog, and that is the Polk Ed Options catalog. And it's been made into a flip book um, with one side offering your magnet and choice program guide, and then the other side offering your career and technical program guide. Uh, and that is to make sure that as you're going through and you're learning your options, you um, maintain the unity of what's required for enrollment. And they're slightly different um, but they are in there and so you've got to make sure to know what those requirements are um, Carla is that available online on your magnet choice I think you said we go to the, the district website which is polk-fl.net we type in school choice in the keyword and that takes us to your page on the site the booklet will be available on our website um, on that page where you are sent to when you type in the keyword school choice very good. And then uh, um, Career Academy's website is Mr. Hutech. Polkacademies.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I know that as an advisory board member. I didn't mean to jump <laughs> yep. in there, Mark. Okay. didn't mean to it's jump in. To Very the rescue. Good. But polkacademies.com. And uh, the catalog is also available on, on that site as well. Um, so jump on there, explore your options. The websites themselves, you know, 
just lay it all out for you as well. Um, and especially, I think, with the the career academies, because the options are so much more diverse as far as um, areas of interest that your child might have in in beginning to pursue a career pathway, you can really begin to look through those, watch the videos, watch, um, you know, look at the pictures, read the descriptions of the schools um, and really make sure that they're offering exactly what it is that you're looking for. So um, we also kind of want to touch then because there is a lot new going on as well. Uh, so I want to ask you, Carla, um, for those who are looking at looking ahead to 2017 and they don't have a, a model right there before them now because it's it's coming. It's on the horizon. Can you it, it, share with us what schools those are? We do have two new magnet um, schools that are going to be coming on board August of 2017 for the 1718 school year. Um, the Office of Acceleration and Innovation was awarded a $12 million grant through the USDOE. Yes, we are very happy. <laughs> Yay! That's exciting. <laughs> yes. And that grant includes five schools. Um, Brigham Academy, which is a Winter Haven current magnet school, will become international baccalaureate for the primary year's very level. Good. They already feed to Jewett Academy, who has already been authorized as a middle year's IB program. And then any of the students in Winter Haven have the option to apply to attend the Haines City IB program at Haines City High School. Um, we also have Rochelle School of the Arts, which is a current magnet school in the Lakeland area. And they are going to become a science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, a STEAM school. Really? With, yes. That's big. We're very excited. Yeah. And um, they're going to have a fabrication lab, which is mm. really great for our students to have access to those hands-on activities using laser cutters and a CNC router, 3D printers, learning 3D art, and taking their ideas from creation all the way to actually having the final product and testing along the way, redesigning um, if something fails and going back and doing it again and coming out with a final product. Um, Daniel Jenkins Academy in Haines City is going to be a STEM school with personalized learning. And then our two new ones are Cumbie Elementary is going to become a magnet school and we are looking at naming that school Cumbie Academy of Design and Engineering, CODE for short. Aww. They will be a STEM school, science, technology, engineering, and math with the personalized learning focus. And they will have a coding strand built within their engineering and design. I love that educators focus. always think when in acronyms. <laughs> yes. We're so good at that. Yes. <laughs> and we actually had some coding examples at their booth at We 3 and kids were able to go in on the iPad at We 3 and play around with coding and and some of us in the district have gotten a little bit um <laughs> captured by learning how to code with bees and flowers. <laughs> um, and then our, our last school in the grant is Lake Alfred Adair Middle School will become a magnet school beginning next year. They are going to have a little bit different grade structure than they currently have. We're looking at calling them Lake Alfred Polytech Academy. And so for next school year, they will have students in grades fifth through seventh grade and then the following year, those seventh grade students will roll up to eighth grade. They will also be the personalized learning with STEM. Um, Rochelle, Daniel Jenkins, and Lake Alfred will all get these fabrication labs for students to work in, but will also have um, 
amazing STEM activities throughout all of their courses and students will have access to a different way of learning. Sounds incredibly exciting and uh, I, I feel like if you were at the We 3 Expo, um, then you would have gotten a visual for some of these, um, you know, things you're describing because the students know through, I think, as you described, personalized learning, that it's those hands-on tools that really opens the doors and begins to, to open the imagination and tie in um, their future education and, and a pathway for for where their academia can go. So explain then um Specifically, I guess, what it meant to you when you said uh, personalized learning. So personalized learning is a framework in which all instruction is provided. And it allows students and educators to have a choice of what, how, and when, and where they learn. So, for example, a student may be given the choice of how they wish to complete a project that demonstrates that they understand the standard that was taught or the lesson that was taught. So they may choose to create a video or one student may choose to do a PowerPoint presentation. Another one might want to you know, just write an essay or act out a skit in front of the class, but the students choose the project type that plays to their strength in learning. And all of them would have the ability to show that the student truly understands the standard that was taught to them. Another aspect of personalized learning is the impact on the environment in which they learn. So I know that can be a little bit um, scary to parents if they think of true personalized learning where you're not just at the traditional desk Mm -hmm. um, with all the students in nice neat rows and the teachers at the front of the classroom. The teacher becomes more of the facilitator But students, you know, you've got some students who are very active. And so having a desk where they can stand up actually helps them to learn better. Hmm. And so we offer those alternative types of learning environments that are very reactive and um, suitable for every child. And the children choose what works best for them in the learning environment. I just have a quick question. How does that work with so many different personalized learning styles in the classroom for all the kids? I mean, what does it look like? I'm just curious. Okay, so if you walk in a classroom, you'll see your traditional tables Mm -hmm. where you seat um, two to four students at the table, but you may have two students at that table who are sitting on those large balancing balls Mm -hmm. because that constant movement actually occupies one part of their brain while the other part is learning. Mm -hmm. Um, You may have a... um, an area where students can sit on the rug to complete a project. They take their laptop with them. They they prefer to be more comfortable maybe sitting in a beanbag. Mm-hmm. And they put the laptop on their lap, and they're working the entire time, but they're comfortable. And one of the examples that I think truly brought it home is when you go home and you get a book and you want to read, do you sit in a chair at your dining room table and read? Is that comfortable? No, I probably sit on my couch out back outside <laughs> enjoying on the floor. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we want to offer those same type of options mm-hmm. to students at the appropriate times. Right. I I think it's neat in what talent the teachers have in learning each individualized, you know, personal learning style for the children and us allowing, you know, 
all the individual, you know, learning That's such styles, a sign I of think. the times. It yeah, really is. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I have two boys who are completely different, you know, and what works for one does not work for the other, you know. And so to know that we're adjusting and adapting to those learning styles for our children, I think, is wonderful. The evolution of education, I think, and a strong response from our Polk County um, public schools to begin to activate that. We're going to continue the discussion when we get back from the break. Again, you're listening to Education Talk on Talk 1430 and Talk 96.7. Jonathan's getting us moving here in the studio. He always loves those throwback to the 80s songs, um, and they get us they get us jumping. But there's so much going on in our school district, and if you've been listening all hour, you know that there the time is coming for you to begin to take um, your options that are available to you and educate yourself to go online and begin to learn and share um, the knowledge with uh, your student and look ahead to 2017 and um, begin to make those decisions to, to apply for schools. As we went into the break, we were talking with Carla McMullen from from our Magnet Choice Schools about the personalized learning um, environments that have been created in some of our Magnet Choice programs um, and, you know, really on the cutting edge of of education uh, in our culture in this day and age, um, which, you know, as I was also talking with Mr. Hutek during the break um, about how the career academies are also really aligning with the need for workforce education and workforce readiness with our uh, with our students. So with that, what we've done as a district um, is that with our career academies, we've also looked at national standards, national expectations, and began to really hold our career academies within our schools to a higher standard and, and accountability there. And we have um, celebrated, we now have 11 nationally recognized academies, four of which are model academies. And that means when you're at the model level, um, they, they bring people into our county to really look at these schools. Oh, it takes years. It takes years to get to that status and and. You know, then you become an example for people all around the country come visit our schools. Our kids are not even not even phased anymore by the amount of traffic that comes through with people doing observations of the schools. And the schools that um, are recognized at that level within our district are Summerlin's JR. JROTC Leadership Program, the um, Central Florida Aerospace Academy at Kathleen High School. And new to this group is Ag Dogs with Frostproof Middle Senior High and then Bartow Culinary Academy. Oh, and the Culinary Academy sure cooks some great food, too. They just they just hosted a nice little event for you guys, didn't they? They did. So uh, we've got a few also coming up um, on the docket December. We've got the National Career Academy Coalition coming through to review three more of our academies. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a big piece uh, that comes with this accreditation piece because not only do we work very closely with the uh, the National Career Academy Coalition, the NCAC, who is the accrediting agency, but we also are one of those probably three or so dozen school districts in the nation that are working with Ford uh, mm, in the next right. generation learning, and they've got a full blown uh, model of in education and creating uh, workforce based c- career academies. And uh, it, it's it's just a, a great model that we follow. 
Um, and it takes our, you know, back in the day, and, and I don't want to speak about any, but anybody's age in this room, of course. Back uh, in the day, back but, in your day. But back in the day, you know, you've got your wood shop programs, you know, computers are kicking in, those kinds of things. But, I remember you know, that. Yeah, you remember that? Good. But you know what? It's, it's, it's not like that at all anymore. And the programs that we offer now are programs that not only are oftentimes high tech, uh, but even those programs that, you know, the culinary programs, the agriculture programs, they still have the ability to directly impact the workforce around you. And what we find is, is that the more we participate with the uh, National Accreditation Board and the models behind Ford Next Generation Learning, our programs are just off the charts. Yeah, I was um, in one of our uh, board meetings, and we were even addressing some of the statistics that align with uh, students enrolled in career academies versus those who are not. And just across the board, they perform better. Well, you know, any kid that's enrolled in an attractor program or a student, you know, I've been out to schools after schools after schools in these programs, and, and any of these specialized programs that we're talking about today are the ones that these kids will wake up They'll come to school and they'll say, I'm not going to miss school today because I'm going to miss something that I don't want to miss. And when you get them to that point and you take it to the next level where you're looking at having local competitions or they're having things that they need to to prepare for, for state contests or national recognitions, I mean, you know, at that point, it, be, it consumes them. Mm-hmm. It becomes their world and they wouldn't miss it for anything. Right. They're engaged. They're excited. And, you know, like you said, they wouldn't miss it for anything. So yeah. that and that's exciting to see, you know, when you are involved with something is so big and just to see the excitement and energy that the students have. Yeah. And, and that's why I really think this time of year, you know, for, for parents, particularly of kids that are are looking for something, because there are so many programs within our schools nowadays that that lead to, you know, socialization that lead to contests and competitions, that, that just lead to that whole connection to school. Uh, to, uh, you know, it's just amazing. I, I think our parents really need to go on with their students and, and take a look at what, what all the offerings are and start having some good conversations about where they're going to go. Right. Well, altogether, I, I just did the math right here. I went to your Polk Academy's website, and there are 27 different career pathways available to students through um, these academies that are spread across our district. So if you want to learn about them and go to polkacademies.com, you can click the link that's right there. It says Find an Academy. You can search by school. You can search by city. You can search by specific areas of interest. And, you know, the, the cool thing is that even within one area of interest, there's a lot of diversity there as well. So educate yourself, parents. Get out there and learn about them. Uh, also remember, we've got our Magnet Choice Schools, Cambridge Ace, International Baccalaureate, Fine Arts, so many choices available to you. And as we said all hour, they are at polkedoptions.com. That the big the big page where you can go and get the countdown which is also running you've got 54 days 23 hours and three minutes to get out there and get those applications in and um and that's what we call the end of the show (laughs) Uh, good timing right all right we'll see you guys next week we're talking turkey on education talk Tuesday between 5 and 6 p.m. with more from our panel. Talk 1430 WLKF.